Hello and welcome to another episode of Nighttime P Gen Z. Uh, today I'm joined by Mr. Sam Wood. Hello. And Jess. Hello. And today we're going to be tackling the mammoth uh, topic that is Brexit. It's a big Never one. Never ending. Oh yeah, it's a big <laughs> one. Um, We've planned to do this for a while, haven't we? But it keeps on getting pushed back. Yeah, we keep planning to do these big, uh, you know, monumentous days where we're going to have a vote or we're going to have this or that. And uh, we got to the point where it just wasn't even to happen. So we thought, let's... let's is it even going to happen? These are all questions that we're going to be answering on this podcast. Yeah, hopefully. We're a one-stop shop for uh, <laughs> everything Brexit today. Yeah. Um, what I do need to point out, is, point out though, is um, the opinions shared in this podcast are our own and don't reflect anybody within the company or the company's stance on the political event. Yeah, Just to make that clear. We'll, we'll try to avoid getting our own uh, opinion too involved in it um you know but at the end of the day yeah, if anything is said here realize that it is our, our current thoughts um, yeah so wh- where do we start with brexit? i guess okay, if, well, what is brexit yeah if you've been living under a rock uh, <laughs> have you heard of brexit yeah so basically um a referendum was held in mm-hmm. 2016 um and it was basically one question asked to the public, which was, do you want to remain or stay in the EU? Remain or leave. Oh, sorry. Remain or leave. Sorry, that's a good start. And um, basically, it was a pretty tight vote with 52% saying they wanted to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I think that's where the issue started. Um, what, with it being how, so close? Yeah, because of how close it was and the sort of um, demographic of who voted which way. That's when the issue started of, you know, the sort of outrage of Brexit of yeah. people saying it's like it's too close of a vote. And There's a lot of analogies, though, that sort of shed light on this. So imagine if it was a football match and it was yeah. like the World Cup and it's a bit odd. But like, say it was 3 2. It, 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 I mean, the numbers don't lie. It's one side is greater uh, yeah. than the other. At the end of the day, the, um, obviously there was a lot of outcry. People saying they needed a number of votes, stuff like this. It's, Sadly, how democracy works, that that 1% could make the difference, one person yeah. could make the difference. Um, yeah. You know, and that's just sort of how, how it goes. Um, well, it was... Um, vote? I voted, yeah. I couldn't vote. I was too young. Too young. I think, yeah. I if, you, if you could have voted, would you have, and do you feel comfortable sharing that? I think, yeah, I think I would have voted. Um, I think I would have read more into it. I think my immediate answer is to say oh, I, would, I would have wanted to stay in the EU, but yeah. there was also there was benefits either way that I could see. Um, the thing I didn't see coming was the years and years of. Yeah, well, it's quite it's quite a significant move. It's not yeah. just like a thing that's going to happen overnight. So obviously there were going to be lengthy discussions, but I didn't think it was going to take this long. And I, yeah. frankly, I'm sick of hearing on the news. There's been a lot of arguments between like all the main parties of what they wanted to do as well. Yeah. yeah. And uh, one of the issues we have sort of had is obviously it was so down the middle that no one is agreeing on anything. Yeah, people yeah. are changing sides. People are, you know, we've sort of lost that leadership of um, the, having a plan that we stick to, having a time frame, it's all sort of going to. Well, see, it's these pushbacks, and they keep voting for extensions, yeah. and they keep going to the EU, and they keep having discussions and negotiations about the terms that they're going to leave on. Because obviously, we've gone ahead with the we're going to leave. Yeah. Whether that's going to happen or not, I don't know, because people are you know talking about a second referendum. Yeah. But um, 
it's it's down if we do leave it's down to a hard or soft Brexit hard basically yeah. being you know mm-hmm. we're just gone and there's sort of no sort of benefits with it mm-hmm. soft being that we negotiate so we've got some you know leeway yeah about the UK and the EU. I mean, it's not like we're not going to stop then. doing business with them. Like, it's, it's just, it helps in future. Yeah, yeah and it, like, it's, it's interesting to think how it affects uh, us, our jobs, and, you know, mm-hmm. everything is the, um, and something I looked at a lot, obviously, getting into the industry and stuff, is how Brexit impacts the way we work, how we work, you know, how companies will work, and um, I mean, that's something really... Interesting that we'll get into at some point today because yeah. it, the one of the issues with Brexit, as we mentioned before, is the uncertainty. Yeah, um, it's so difficult to to know what the next move is going to be, and you know I, I try and keep up with it, but there's a lot of. It's very long. It's quite yeah. draining actually yeah. reading the same thing, and it does feel like you're reading the same thing every day because it's another vote, another pushback, yeah. more arguments. So actually, a thing that I want to get into is. Because it's the Gen Z podcast, I want to focus focus a lot today on um, the opinions of us yeah. on Brexit. So, talking about uncertainty, Jess, mm-hmm. how in terms of your job, do you feel like it'll affect your job? I think well, we discussed we discussed it a few days ago as well. It's been a very ongoing conversation yeah. of whether we should do this podcast yet or not. I think before I properly started thinking about Brexit. I didn't really pay attention to it on the yeah. radio and it didn't really seem like much of a threat to anything. I still don't really think there's going to be a massive threat yeah. to my job in particular or anyone else's. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's dependent, dependent on opinion really, isn't it? It's, Sam? I think for me, it like um, the sort of range of stuff I do with um, so content creation yeah, I could see there being an impact there if you know if money does become tighter. We've already seen the pound become you know more similar price to the euro, and like the, the economy is changing. Um, it could be interesting to see if companies are still willing to spend on. But that's because content. with like the 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 currency they're talking about, it's unstable because the situation is uncertain. Yeah. stuff like this happens all the time. If there's a terrorist attack, if you watch the stocks, they drop because there's uncertainty. Yeah. Once there is something in place and we go ahead with it and all this conversation has died down, it's just going ahead with the plan, I feel like things will stabilise. Yeah, well, I think that norm, that return to normality will take so long. Like the, yeah. the issue we have there is that as we sort of wait for things to go back to like, quote-unquote normal, we wait so long and we still have those four or five years of uncertainty where you know, like international trade might break down slightly and yeah. things like that. And that will impact us in the long run. Like if, you know, people will start looking for other options. People will start going elsewhere. Mm. And that's when it goes, oh, there's less money coming into these sectors as people look elsewhere. Yeah. Um, and that's when the long-lasting effects start. Well, start yeah, I think for us especially, um, if a company was to be significantly affected by Brexit and start to go under, uh, they're going to come in and start looking at, you know, trimming the fat. I think yeah. because we are in junior roles definitely, and we're not too. Definitely. That's yeah. That's something yeah. really. Yeah, obviously, so if you know, if money does become tight for. It's like you're not going to go and start yeah. trimming like you know, chief chief positions like you know very yeah. high board member positions. You're going to get rid of the lower things. So that's why, that's that's one of my concerns. Yeah. Retract my comment now. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it, it does make you think that, and 
you can see why a company would do it. Obviously, you'd want to take the person that is, you know, who's been here yeah. seven, eight, nine years over the person that has been here a year, six months, exactly. two years, you know, and it is difficult. Um, I'd, I'd like to live in this world where we can say, like, oh, no, it won't impact us, we'll be fine. But, yeah, you can start seeing that, bit trimming the fat, as you call it, where it's yeah. like these people are... I don't want to say less, I guess less valuable, like less, you know, less part Central. of that. Central. Yeah, part of that, like, mainframe, um, you know, and that's when you start thinking, well, maybe my job's in jeopardy when someone thinks, oh, this person's much more expendable than someone higher up in the company, yeah. you know, money's yeah. tight, or things are, it doesn't even to be money's tight, it could just be things are changing, we need to change, and yeah. you know, that's... I know it's, 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 I guess it's a bit like marriage counseling in a way. It's, it's supposed yeah. to be like, it's, it's us <laughs> together. It's supposed to be working against the problem. Yeah. The problem yeah. is whether to leave or not. And if we are, how we're going about it. But sometimes it does feel because the way political parties are aligned these days, it feels almost uh, Labour versus uh, Conservative. Yeah. So have you experienced any sort of split within the company? I, I not... Have tensions been raised at all whenever you whenever this gets brought up? What are the reactions when it is brought up within the office? Do people sigh and moan or are they like, oh, we should stay, we should leave? I think normally, I think there seems to be a trend with Brexit now where people are just sort of sick of it either way. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I think because it's been going on for so long that everyone just kind of doesn't not care, but... I feel drained. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember at the beginning, everybody was quite heated about it because it just yeah, felt it was like a, a definite stigma about, especially yeah. with young people. If you weren't yeah. voting to remain, you almost outcasted. It was like, what are you doing? You're always, it's the uh, yeah. you know the older generations, the the boomers, the whatever like the, the boomers that <laughs> voted for uh, for us to leave, and that sort of that became that tribal split of as you were saying that red meat blue like conservative yeah. versus labour. I feel like now still split and I think um, it, it still seems very split and very heated yeah. I feel like at the younger ages like our sort of generation you do see a bit more of people just wanting it to be over with you know newspapers have stopped yeah. putting it on the front page as much and um, yeah. I think people want resolution at this point and the issue is that we're not being given resolution we're still being given this back and forth firefight and that's where the uncertainty of jobs of you know money of income comes from is that constant firefight where no one's leading and saying oh this is what will happen yeah. and if they do that and say this is what will happen you have you know the other half of parliament saying no we're standing against this we're going against what you believe in where you know mm. and that just keeps that, that firefight going so i guess a potential solution to the uncertainty and the back and forth would be a second referendum yeah um if that was to happen and people chose to remain this time, which I'm sure I'm people are more inclined to after seeing what mess... It would be so yeah. interesting, though, because the, the silent majority is so... Like, well, there, there is there's quite a big proportion of people who didn't vote. Yeah. And if you added well, those that's people... that's where the main issue has come from. Yeah. I mean, like, most of the people that voted are from, like, older generations yeah. who have, like we kind of discussed, experienced more of a race, not racist... But like, there is something there. Yeah, there's something there. That but I think the parties play to that. They, well, they played towards the migration thing. Yeah. They? they wanted to stop people from coming into the country to kind of to rec- reclaim the UK for our own. The yeah, the issue with things like that um, is that 
the the education on Brexit, people's knowledge of Brexit was mm-hmm. so low at the time. When the actual Brexit vote was going on, I was much less aware of it than I am now. Like, and um, it was so difficult as someone who's younger to have your say in Brexit when mm-hmm. the the public the public opinion was so heated. You couldn't sit down and talk to someone and say. Why is Brexit? Why would I do this? Why would I do that? It's either you should be doing this or you should be doing this. You should vote for these people. You should vote for these people. And even the sort of news media would represent it as, you know, we need to leave tomorrow because of issues like immigration. But now political ads are taken off social media. I've seen that. No, I haven't actually. Yeah, so social, I mean, sorry, political ads have been taken off things like Facebook. Well, it is causing a, I've read a lot about it. I think that's... It causes a major issue. Everyone's watched political and yeah you know does the conservative party come like promote themselves in any way is that a political well, there's lots of mm-hmm. even i know labor time. really utilize social media yeah because they typically go for a younger audience but even then it's like if if i'm a you know a politician a political leader if i'm promoting my party that's technically political advertising although it's also you know it, it's it's interesting where the divide will come on that where companies mm-hmm. like twitter will say Okay, this is too much. This is you know, is there just the right amount of politics that you can talk about? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it's, it will be really interesting to see where that goes. And if, I thought it impacts anything. I had a bit of a malicious idea before. Not that I'm going to do this, but say mm-hmm. you know the Boris bus. How it yeah. came out with the 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 stat about how much the EU cost the NHS. Yeah. Something. So he was you know, red flags went up when he found out that wasn't a correct statement mm-hmm. you could technically make like a political account on a social media uh, platform and start producing ads with incorrect obviously incorrect stats yeah um, because that's going to get seen by tons of people that'll make people question whether they want to vote for that that's yeah the, so that's like counter sort of well one of the issues i found with brexit and it's extends outside of social media but is that false information people are so Opinionated and so you know it's it's tribal culture. Like I don't know if you've ever read about humans and tribes, but basically the idea is that humans function in tribes. If you think of spawn a football team, yeah, you hate other people because they support the opposite team. It's you know it's that tribal nature of us against them. Yeah, and the issue is is when you apply that to politics and you have Labour beat Conservative, you know Remain versus Leave. Like you have that that battle between the two parties. Yeah, but this is false information. That's noise. Yeah. If you want a, a system that way, you want to remove all that, but obviously it doesn't work like that. It's not ideal. Yeah, but and it's, it's frustrating then when false information will get out because people are, instead of focus on the truth and focus on fact and you know public information and uh, informing the public, people focus on the victory over the, the other. Yeah. Um, that's when the issues arise and that's why this massive uncertainty exists is because there's so, there's so little valuable information given to the right people like if, if you go online now and try and look for an education on brexit you will be very like swayed one way where it's this is why yeah. you know either way we're well, very biased though aren't they yeah like all the even even like newspapers or like articles that post them out are extremely biased too. yeah well news, newspapers are always like you know yeah. they have they lean one way or the other yeah, yeah. um yeah newspapers are an interesting part of this as well and it's, it's interesting to see how all of the sort of platforms of information come along with this where you know how newspapers are reacted how online publications are reacted how social media is reacting yeah. how, because it's 
has become this constantly trending topic. If you have Twitter most days, there's some sort of trend to do with you know, Boris or Brexit or yeah. UK Parliament, and um, it's, it's really interesting. And like, it, it does become this this huge issue, and like, I, you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, with you guys, how would you say? You know, we've talked a lot about Brexit and what it is and how it's impacted people. Mm-hmm. But how would you say it impacts you too? Does it make you less interested in UK politics? Does it make so you... I was reading about this. Come on. Um, there's, there's reports and stuff coming out that our generation, Gen Z and some millennials, uh, are the most pessimistic generation due okay. to like what we're, what, what's going on in our current affairs. So you've got Brexit... Uh, and you've also got the whole climate change issue that's mm-hmm. going on at the moment. And they said because of issues like this, we are the most pessimistic and sort of depressed kind yeah. of generation because we've got all these major issues that are coming up because of uh, the impact from older generations. And that's why we are less I... likely to engage. I mean, obviously, you get, yeah. you get very keen people who go out and they're part of the protests, but that's a very small uh, percentage of, yeah. of our generation. Like from yeah. shareability, though, where... <clears throat> And if you're, you know, if we regard us as the most pessimistic generation of all time, um, there's always major issues going on in the world. Climate change has been an issue for forever. We've had, you know, we've had wars, we've had political issues overseas. There's always things to be negative about. I think maybe the issue now is um, you look online, um, you know, I use Twitter as an example, you can use newspapers. We have all this information at our fingertips. So I can pull out my phone now and open up, you know, the Guardian or Times mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and the news is very negative. And I think the the issue we have now is with things like Brexit, with things, you know, with like knife crime in London, we have yeah. loads of these, um, cause like persistent issues that just seem to be in the news week in week out. You're almost, as you were saying, um, like worn down by the constant, you know. Brexit, Brexit, yeah, well, news, news tends to be like I think, that. I think as well, it's kind of like a blessing and a curse for like Brexit to be around for our generation. Yeah. As well as like the global warming stuff yeah. and everything else that's been coming up. The reason being the fact that everyone's looking into things a lot more. Yeah, yeah. And but is it too late though? I don't think And so. I don't think we're necessarily in a position right now where we can actively make change. We can only sort of push for it but we're still not there's not a lot of gen z that are in a position where they can have yeah, immediate change yeah. yeah it's yeah it's still people who are of the generation who were kind of part of the problem and maybe is, that's where the yeah. the depression of you know gen z comes from is the ability to have all this knowledge at your fingertips feel like an expert on something and but then the frustration of being able to yeah. finish it yeah and I, I think it's i think we've all felt it where we you know look the something that's going on in our lives, if it's work, if it's, you know, anything else. Um, and you go, I want to make change. I feel like I have the knowledge to, I feel like I have the tools to, but you, it's, you know, you're getting that, oh, but you have to wait. Like, it's not yeah. the time to yeah. make change. And I can see that being frustrating in, in Gen Z. And you know, sometimes I think we help ourselves when we're so politically charged and sometimes, yeah. like, anarchistic that we have mm-hmm. opinion leaders looking at us going, oh, God, these guys know nothing. Like... But there are a lot of very educated young people out there that are waiting yeah. for their moment to step up and make change. Um, and kind of contribute to not uh, having like a younger perspective on, on everything. Yeah. Instead of it just being the older generations. I know it's not just the older generations, but like, like we were saying before, we have 
I, I think I'll still stick by saying it's kind of a blessing and a curse. Yeah. But obviously we can't do anything about the fact that it started when everyone started to get curious about politics. Yeah. I think yeah. before this, I had no interest in politics whatsoever. Like, I didn't listen to anything. I think it's yeah. kind of brought a lot more people together than... I think that's good, though. ...anything. I think people are actually talking to each other, though, instead of... I mean, most of it is negative. Yeah. Because of, like, the, the government and all the main parties deciding they don't know what to do and crying yeah. over everything. But I think, for our generation, it's a talking point. Yeah. When yeah. politics wouldn't have been a talking point. Yeah, in the past. Unless in the you're past. unless you're inclined to talk about it and you're of generally course, yeah. interested. Yeah, it's that that is interesting and like I think with with us now sitting down and recording a podcast about it, it's clear that Gen Z wants a, a voice in this. Yeah. And yeah. We have to like be careful and make sure that we don't get involved in the young versus old. Like I think there's yeah. obviously there's a lot of older people with more valid opinions than us that are in opinion of leading course, positions yeah. and are doing the right thing. Yeah, well, it, it's it, like I said before, it should be working together, not yeah. you know, beating the team. Split. Yeah, and I think that constant juxtaposition of like us and them, if it's red and blue, if it's young yeah. and old, if it's, and that might be the issue with Brexit, is instead of the country going, what's best for the UK? It's, you know, how can this party become victorious? Like, it's, yeah. it's become a, it's almost become a game in a way of like, yeah, yeah and, and we're playing this like cat and mouse chase of, of, of politics and it's that's maybe the thing that is so uh, disturbing to see happen is it just boiled down to this us v them when it should be one of the most crucial decisions of, of definitely our lifetime I think um, it has been become like a talking point but I think you should only be able to talk about it or moan if you were part of the, the conversation in the first place like I'm looking here now um, 0.8 0.08% of the, the votes were invalid. Um, and then... Due to age or just... No, it just says just invalid, invalid or blank vote. Oh, so that's somebody, okay. you know, throwing away their vote, oh, yeah. which I think, you know, some people have... Yeah, I, I don't agree with that personally. Um, there's also, out of the people who registered the vote, only 72.2% of people voted. So that is... A, third, uh, a fourth that's, yeah. that's a large percent of people who didn't vote there's always people that don't vote but that is quite it seems lower than usual for especially with something of this sort of mm-hmm. political caliber like it's a huge thing to decide not to vote on yeah um, but that due to the lack especially of when it's your future and then if you're yeah. going to moan about the the outcome of it when you had the opportunity to be part of it but then chose not to or you're too lazy to be involved in it I don't know, that just annoys me. Yeah, personally. I think you do have to step up and make your stance and say, one way or another, this is why I'm going to vote. Like, and you you put that vote in and you know, you'd be a part of what you believe in. And yeah. even if you believe in neither of them, like, and you spoil your ballot, you're still making that statement of intent. Um, yeah, I guess. Because you but I mean, I, the thing is, though, like, if you're going to spoil a vote, like, you've, you've gone through all the effort of registering, going down to the office, and then you're going to, oh, you know, I don't have an opinion. Or maybe you do, but you're going to waste it. But if you see... But that's just but you my don't opinion. waste it, because if you see... Um, <laughs> if the government sees an increase in spoiled votes, you start thinking, why, why are people going out of their way? Yeah, but this is my frustration. I'd rather you make an opinion and we can avoid this this limbo of sitting yeah. in between and we make a decision and go ahead with it so we can avoid this two, nearly three years of 
But so if you negotiations, were, if you were, <laughs> you didn't leave either way. If you were to remain or um, leave, would you just sort of pick a side and vote for it because you wanted? Well, you're given two options in this in this situation. You're given two options: stay or leave. Obviously, the information was there for you to research. You can do that. I know there's a lot. It's of, everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. You literally the but world on fingertips. But there would be a point where you like sat on the fence and said, "I don't know." You'd go, "I'm voting this way." Like you'd pick a side. Yeah, I think there's two okay. options you have to. Okay, Jess, would you do the same? At the moment, um, I'd probably kind of try and decide, like a specific yeah. vote. But yeah. previously, I have been on the on the fence, like. Uh, it's hard to keep up with everything. But I, I'm, I'm saying at the very beginning, if there, was a, if there was a clear direction, everybody did the homework, everybody came to it, and there was a clear direction, things would be a lot more simple. If the education was there, like you've been saying, so yeah. then, yeah. yeah, I think everything would have been so much easier and it would have prevented the extra years of, like, turmoil over what everything should happen, like, what should happen. And it's really interesting, actually, thinking about it. This whole time we spoke about the education of Brexit and needing to know more. We spoke about social media and newspapers. Mm-hmm. We never actually thought about schooling and, you know... I was going to bring this education. up. It's, it's three people, yeah, that aren't in any form of formal education at the minute. You know, we're not in school, we're not in uni, we're not in, you know, we're, we're in the workplace. Do you think that in universities, in high schools and colleges, that there should be classes, even if you're not involved in well, politics as a qualification to educate you on things like this. So we asked Kieran what he voted, um, the the elusive Kieran, <laughs> what he voted for Brexit, and he was like, oh, I was too young at the time. And he said, that's why the voting age should be brought lower. Fair enough if you want to do that, but they have to be people who have an informed opinion still. Yeah. And in my experience yeah. anyway, my political education at secondary school was terrible. I think maybe yeah. I had two classes. And I didn't get any I didn't have any. Yeah, so like lowering the age is not going to help. You're just going to enter more potential spoiled votes or people who don't vote. Yeah, it has to be the, somebody with an opinion, somebody who wants an action. You could lower the age if you were to increase the education from a younger age. But the issue is that people want to lower the age and other people aren't willing to then go, okay, well, if we're lowering the age to 16, then let's... Let's educate. Yeah, whereas the issue now is you start getting educated politically. Yeah. If you're not taking a politics course, mm. you know, you know, I got to probably 18 before I started researching politics. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that's what it boils down to, though, communication and yeah. clarity of information. Yeah, and as you were saying before, it's all noise. It's, it's all about getting through the noise and getting to the, the, the things that matter. Um, and there is so much noise and it's pulling you, like, you know, side to side one way or another. And that makes it such a difficult topic. Yeah. yeah. Well... I guess we can wrap this one up. It went on longer than I thought it was. I thought we were going to be a lot more timid. I, I feel like... But I think we warmed into it. hours of Brexit talk. Maybe yeah. we'll touch this again. It's such a broad topic, though. I don't think it can... Well, be. it wasn't just Brexit. We think we went into a few other things. It was yeah. general sort of political sort of debate. But mm. I enjoyed that, guys. Thank you very much. No worries. Uh, as always, you can find us on our social media and on our new website. If you haven't checked that out, it's www.99pgenz.com. Uh, I got it right for once. Um, but yeah, thank you very much. If you've got an opinion, let us know in the comments. Yeah, yeah drop us a message before you want to hear next. Thank you very much, guys. Cheers. Bye. Bye.